Four minutes past eight, this is Conversations on Energy FM on 2.1 and Choice FM on 1.1. Many are often advised to, quote-unquote, let go of those who are already gone. But how easy is that? Motivational books author and life coach Ebenezer Mamabula joins me in studio now to discuss toxic relationships on our Motivation Monday. You are more than welcome to join us in the conversation with your questions and comments. Our WhatsApp text line is 079-295-1212. And you can also send us an SMS to 47861. That's 47861. Start each SMS with the short code EFM. And each SMS is charged at 1 rand 50. And you can also give us a call. Have your say. Call us now on 015-151-1058. Ebenezer Mamabulo, good evening and welcome. Ah, Good evening and thank you for having me. Are you well? I'm very well. How are you? I'm well, thank you. The previous conversation basically did lay the foundation quite well, right? For, yes, for, yes. For what we're about to discuss now, because I would imagine from having heard what the attorney was saying, one is starting to really build up a checklist to say, what is it about my relationship that's not very normal? Yes. But perhaps to just help one get to that answer quite quickly, what kind is a, to- is a toxic relationship? You know, toxic relationships are those ones that instead of bringing you joy, they bring you pain. And I define toxic relationship in three categories. There is a toxic relationship that you have with yourself. There is a toxic relationship that you have with others. And there is a toxic relationship that you have for others. In other words, I'm reminded of what I've been seeing lately on social media, whereby Instead of seeing women lift each other up, they are starting to shame each other. They, they are becoming self-destructive to one another. And one, another example would be when you, are a try, when you are living your life and you are pursuing your own dreams, and instead of you being your own motivation when you are not having other people as motivation, you find that you are the one who is self-destructive to your own purpose towards your own dreams. Now, now, those kinds of relationships, those are the ones that are toxic to us and they cause us pain. Usually before one can work towards healing, they have to have gotten a diagnosis yes. to clearly understand where it comes from, to then be able to work with it entirely. Yes. Let's just start with being toxic to yourself. How do you, for starters, really establish to say you could be toxic to yourself? You know, when you see that you cannot live by uh, by yourself all by yourself you know there are some people who when they are alone when they have got time by themselves to think about life or to think about the issues that they have they are afraid of spending that time alone you might find that no someone is at work and you would think that maybe because there's no work that they are doing they would have some time to reflect on their life to reflect on the duties that they have but instead of them taking that time to reflect on what's happening in their life or what's happening at work you might find that they are looking for something to distract them now if you find that you you, you can't be by yourself, alone by your thoughts, with yourself now, and you are always looking for something that would distract you. That's a red flag to say that, no, there are some issues in your life that you've got that you are not dealing with. If you find that, no, you or you are even dependent on others. If you find that, no, instead of you depending on yourself, needing yourself, you find that, no, say, for example, it's me. I realize that, no, I can't live without Rebecca. I'm always, I always need Rebecca by my side. I always need Rebecca to do this and that for me. If she's not here or 
if she's not doing this for me, I feel unworthy or I feel useless. When you see, when you start feeling like that way, when you, you find that you are too dependent on other people and their company, you are, that's a red flag to, show, to tell you that, no, no, it seems like you've got some issues that you need to deal with by yourself. You know, this is tricky, Ebenezer, because oftentimes people are told that you need to always keep busy. Mm-hmm. If you've encountered something that's quite troublesome, keep yourself busy. Don't nurse a situation that was not very ideal that happened to you. Don't nurse a state of sadness and so forth. Mm-hmm. It becomes quite then challenging to say when one is told to really bury all that's happened in the past and to keep busy and focus on the present and the future because time waits for no man. How does one clearly do that transition from having encountered a situation that wasn't very ideal, acknowledging that it happened and moving on to, you know, keeping busy and looking forward to the future without necessarily now seemingly seeming to like forget and really just, you know, disregard all that's happened? Because I would imagine the reason why one would always need a distraction is because they don't want to really face the current moment, particularly when they are just by themselves. The first thing that we need to do when we find ourselves in this situation, don't just ignore the pain that you felt or the circumstances that you find yourself in that make that bring you that pain. No, no, no. You don't don't ignore the pain that you are feeling or try to look for things that would distract you. First, deal with whatever pain it is that you have in your life. Face those fears that you have, or if maybe for the lack of a better word, face those demons that are troubling you now. After facing those demons, it's only after you face them. Because now, if you are you are going to Look for things to distract you. What's going to happen when you no longer have something that to, that that's there to distract you? Say, for example, maybe you might say, that, no, instead of me facing my pain or instead of me facing my horrors, I am going maybe say, for example, you're going to turn f- to alcohol or drugs. What happens when you are sober? Will you now then say that, no, 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 I need more drugs? No. First, The first step for you to find healing and for you to deal with whatever it is that you are feeling, acknowledge the presence of that particular thing. Acknowledge the fact that, no, I am feeling pain in my life. This particular person has caused me pain in my life. Now, when you acknowledge that, the, the next step is, what can I do to make this pain not as toxic or as destructive as it is? Now, the first thing, what is it that I'm learning from this pain? What am I learning about myself? Is this is this pain that I'm feeling teaching me something about myself that I never had the chance to learn? Last time we spoke about the fact that we are... We as people, we either change because of two things. I'm either inspired to change or I'm forced by pain to change. Now, when you look at the situation that you are in to say that, no, okay, what am I learning from this experience? Is this something that I can learn from and improve my life on? Is this something that I can learn from and never do again? Now, when you've learned and you've done all that, those things, then you can say that, no, because I know that this pain of mine sometimes needs me to, to, to do something that would, would get me, maybe the, you find that these are triggers for you. When you are, continually thinking about it you find that it's always depressing you and you say for example then you'll go and reach out for a friend now in those instances where you've you've done all that you could then that's when you can say let me look for something that would become a replacement to those negative emotions that i'm feeling if i'm when i am alone when i've done the work that i needed to do but when i'm thinking or when i see other people it becomes a trigger then you can do something to help you because sometimes 
You can't just erase a memory or try to forget about the memory. What you need to do is that when you've got a painful or a negative memory, you need to come up or you need to do something that will give you a new and a better memory. And that new and better memory will be the one to replace that other one. So don't just say, I'm avoiding my pain or I'm not, I'm going to pretend like this pain that I'm feeling is not there. We'll go back to the issue of diagnosis, right? And particularly look at relationships because I think by now one should have some sense of what they should do internally to, to really work on the relationship that they have with themselves and if it's toxic or not. Mm-hmm. Help us establish how does one really know and understand to say the role of each relationship that you have. If you have a friend, if you have an acquaintance, if you have a colleague, if you have a lover, if you have a, a spouse and so forth. What is the purpose of a relationship in the different manners in which they present? How does one establish that? You know, I've learned that the different kinds of people that we have in our life, they are there for a purpose. And the different types of purposes that each and every one who comes into our life serves, it's different. Say, for example, there, we've got three categories. There are people who come to our lives who are there to teach us something. They might be teaching us something about ourselves. They might be teaching us something about maybe an industry that we are in, if they are a colleague of ours. They might even be teaching us about the craft that we are in that particular industry. Another one, there are those who come into our lives to inspire us. They inspire us to be someone. They inspire us to even be something that those are the kinds of relationships that we also need another the last one would be the the type of relationship that makes us better or even better sometimes when people come into our lives instead of them making us better instead of them helping us pursue and fulfill our dreams and desires they come to serve as thorns they are the ones who after we've had an encounter with them we are left hurt we are left in pain but that pain it's not just there meaninglessly so it's there to teach us something each and everyone irrespective of what kind of relationship we are there with them they are there to teach us something i find interest in the ways in which people use the option of status on mm-hmm. whatsapp mm-hmm. Because it seems that's where a lot of people vent. Mm-hmm. If if you and I had a tiff, you go to your status and you say, I hate it when people do this with the mm-hmm. hope that I will see it and I'll act better towards you. Yes. And if that does not happen, then you will revolt or you, you'll resort to then now distancing yourself and over time, you know, bad mouthing me and, and basically losing touch and, you know, belief in relationships, particularly of that nature, which at this point could be a friendship. Mm-hmm. When one chooses to do that, that when one chooses to say my diagnosis is that this person is not very good for me when they speak to me they they don't really have nice words to say to me and i'm choosing to in fact pull back is that always a good strategy that's definitely a good strategy because sometimes you find that i had the conversation with rebecca and i I spoke with her and told her that no rebecca when you do this and that you are crushing me you are crushing my dreams you are making me feel unworthy of me being me now when you see that that when you're having that conversation with that particular person, it's not working for you, then it's good for you to distance yourself from that particular person. Because now it's not going to serve you if maybe you every time you see Ebenezer, now you've got this rage inside of you. Or when you see Ebenezer, these negative feelings come towards you. Sometimes when you find that, no, you've you've reached out to the particular person to reach out to them, say that, no, this is what's happening when you and I are having this and that, and that doesn't work, then it's good for you to distance yourself away from that particular person. And when you are doing that, it's healthy for you because you even get some time to get those negative emotions that are triggered by my presence in your life. 
We're talking about toxic relationships with A.B. Mamabulo. He's an author of motivational books and life coach. And uh, you can join us in the conversation. Our WhatsApp text line is 079-295-1212. 079-295-1212. And you can also send us an SMS to 47861. That's 47861. Start each SMS with the short code EFM. And each SMS is charged at 150 you can also give us a call have your say call us now on 015-151-1058 we continue with this motivation monday discussion after the break conversations mondays to thursdays 6 30 to 8 30 p.m have your say call us now on 015-151-1058 the time is 18 minutes past eight this is conversations on energy fm on 2.1 and choice fm on 1.1 on motivation monday tonight i'm in conversation with author of motivational books and life coach ebenezer ab mamavolo as we're talking about toxic relationships you can join in the conversation our whatsapp text line is 079 212-079-295-1212 or you can send us an SMS to 47861 that's 47861 start each SMS with the short code EFM and each SMS is charged at 1.15 maybe just maybe there's people who actually could say you know Ebenezer I really know that my friendship with this person or my romantic relationship with this person is toxic Mm -hmm. but I'm choosing to actively choose my pain okay because I've been with this person for this long of a time. This person knows my secret. We've been through ups and downs. I don't know if I'm ready to start afresh mm-hmm. with all the years and months that have been invested into this relationship. Mm-hmm. Talk to us about what a toxic relationship actually does to a person. You know, I've learned that, you know, sometimes in our lives, when we are, we've gotten comfortable with pain and misery, we tend to be addicted to it. And sometimes you might find that because you are in a toxic relationship and you've you've invested, like you said, you've invested the time, the energy, the resources, whether it's emotionally, physically or psychologically, you find that you are addicted to that particular situation. And there are some things that I would like us to look into. The first thing, you know, a toxic relationship makes us feel insecure. They make us feel insecure about our dreams. You find that I am not even sure. I no longer even have the surety that the dreams that I have are even my own because now I've given up my dreams for my partner or I've given up my dreams for my friend or I've given up my dreams for my parent. Another thing they do to us is that they they make us feel insecure about our desires now you find that i no longer i no longer dream of having that car that i wanted to have i no longer dream of getting those academic qualifications that i wanted to have because now i feel that if i am pursuing this high academic achievement and you have not achieved this uh, this, this this level of high academic achievement you might feel that no i'm not worth or you no longer want to be my friend or my partner another one would be toxic relationship makes us feel insecure even about our purposes you when you know you've got a clear vision of what what your life is about what you should be doing about your life what is the dream that you should be pursuing about your life now when you find yourself in a toxic relationship you're no longer even sure because the person that you are with or the person that who's your friend or who's your partner or who's your colleague they make you even feel insecure about even your future and your purpose Another one would be even your health. You know, when we are we find ourselves in toxic relationship, when we start to see notices in our health, to see our health 
deteriorating because we are constantly in negative moods or we are we are in depressions or you even get to a point where now instead of me facing whatever it is that I'm facing I even tend to food to try to minimize the stress or I use food as a stress you find that no this is not working for me so make sure that you also check that one another one would be a toxic relationship makes you even feel insecure about your abilities you start doubting yourself you start doubting your capabilities you start even doubting am i really capable of achieving this and that with my life am i really capable of achieving this in my future here at work another one you get to a point where you feel unworthy i'm not worthy to be here i i don't deserve to be here it, it's those are the, the negative emotions that you might be feeling and, the, and another thing that a toxic relationship does it destroys your hope it destroys your hope of what a hope for a better future you get to a point where because you felt so unworthy you felt so worthless for so long you even feel that no i'm i'm not I'm, i don't even deserve a better future it seems like my future without this person is going nowhere or i don't have a future with this particular person another one would be where you even lose hope for a better life you, you don't even see yourself more than a relationship where you are physically abused all the time you don't even see yourself in a relationship with someone who loves you unconditionally who supports you emotionally who supports you psychologically or who even supports you spiritually Another one, you get to a point where you've even lost hope for a better career. You find that, no, I am pursuing my career, I'm pursuing my own dreams, but when I try to reach another level in my career, this particular person who is my friend or who is my spouse or who is my colleague is constantly pulling me down. And when you are trying to go up, when, when someone is challenging you or you are, you are finding challenges at work, now when you want to go further, now because you've got this toxic relationship, it's always pulling you down. You even, you even lack the hope to even believe in a better future for yourself. Tate Honyama from Bendo says to Mr. Mamabolo, it's easier said than done. Honestly, learning to take things less personally does take time and comes from a fundamental self-confidence that a person might need to build. Some people are quite sensitive and get triggered easily, especially if the toxicity comes from someone who means a lot to them. So I think it would be unfair to expect them to just be okay within a blink of an eye. It takes time. We all deal with toxicity or pain differently. Yes, definitely. You can't just say in the blink of an eye with someone you've built a relationship for a long time and say that, no, I no longer need you or I'm going to forget about you. It's a process. Like we spoke about last time, we said that it's a process. It's a process that you go through. Yes, today, when you are trying to confront that particular friend of yours or that colleague of yours, it might be hard at, at first sight. But when you are cons- consistently working on it, over time, you'll get so comfortable to even have that those con- those hard conversations with that particular friend. And I'm reminded of a friend of mine who I, who, who I, I loved very much. I supported I supported my friend with everything that that she did and whatever dreams that she had but it it got to a point where now it seemed like everything about me and my life was wrong when I tried to encourage her she would look for the worst things that I would be saying in my encouragement when I tried to push her to pursue dreams or to see her life better than the way she might be seeing at it maybe in a limited way she would always see the worst out of things and when I looked at it I said you know what you and I we've been friends for so long but it seems like the friendship that we've had it has had its purpose now it's time for you and i to depart and yes that uh, that that ending of that particular friendship wasn't as easy as it seems because it took time it took time because this is someone you've built you've told your secrets to this is someone you've spent most of your time with when you were crying or when you had emotional moments in your life you spend your time and you shared with them and you were vulnerable with them so yes at times it's not easy but it's a process and it and it gets better with practice and practice Right. How does one really guard against turning selfish 
as a person whilst they believe to be moving from toxicity how do you say this is toxic i'm moving from this much not needed toxicity but you don't necessarily want to turn into being this selfish person with the example that you've just given now this friend who you've been there for this person for the longest time and you feel like there was no reciprocity in terms of the exchange right mm-hmm. how do you really move from this friendship with the understanding that it didn't go as you would have loved for it to go but you leave with a clear heart i would say give your best to that particular friendship or relationship you know the, some of some sometimes when when we are feeling that we, we feel maybe a sense of guilt or a sense of shame in maybe ending a particular relationship is that we ourselves know that we did not give our best now do your very best if it's your friend do your very best to make to make uh, to to amend whatever bridges have might have been broken if maybe it's your partner make sure that whatever it is that's happening you are giving your very best to try to resolve whatever issues that you might have or even if it's not issues but give your very best in relation so that by the time the relationship ends or the friendship ends or, or the particular arrangement ends you know that i have given my very best i have done whatever it is that was in, within my capability i did what i was supposed to do i reached out to this person i even tried this method and that method now when you see that what you've done your very best was not enough for that particular case or for that particular relationship then you can move on with the clean conscience because now you know that i've done my very best what more is is there for me to do because i've given my very best in this particular relationship when one feels immediately after having attempted to end a relationship mm-hmm. that maybe it's worth one more try mm-hmm. and yet this relationship has proved to be toxic mm-hmm. as per the context that you've given us what would you advise they should do before they immediately run back into the hands of this friend of this lover of this family member and so forth you know one thing i've learned is that sometimes when we leave people or we we no longer have associations with them the pain of being alone by themselves gets them to their senses but there are also other instances where them being alone might not even serve the purpose that it's supposed to serve now in, when you find yourself in those cases if you've done whatever it is that you and you feel that no i need I, I feel like I haven't given my friend the benefit of the doubt. Let me give them one more chance. If you feel that if whatever happens it will either it won't hurt you or it won't cause you so much pain that you would find yourself that you you are so hurt and you are worse off before after you've done that. Then reach out to that particular person or that particular friend of yours to say that no. I feel that no. I I, I didn't I didn't like the way things ended between us. I think let's give this a try or maybe let's give this a try considering 1 2 3 5 because now if we don't consider this we will go back to what happened say for example you are in a relationship you talk to your partner say no i feel that no we didn't end things well let's 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 get back together but considering that no this 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 time around you will consider maybe it's your feelings you would consider my needs now when you've got that arrangement then you can have that second chance in the relationship with that agreed upon agreement do we have a quote for the week yes we've got quote for the week and this quote comes from one Eli and he says when you make a mistake respond to yourself in a loving way rather than in a self-shaming way another one one says never be bullied into silence never allow yourself to be made a victim accept no one's definition of your life but define your life 
Uh, share your contact details with us. On all of the social medias, just search for Ebenezer Mawulo. Send me a friend request or follow me there at Ebenezer Mawulo. And when you're booking me as a coach and as a speaker, contact me on 071-639-7807. Tatero Feather says, I definitely agree with you, Mr. Mawulo. There's nothing more fulfilling than leaving a toxic relationship or friendship knowing you were not the problem and as soon as you leave never look back just find alternative sources of peace and wholeness and move on that's our time thank you so much for joining us in conversations tonight ah, it's always a pleasure thank you and uh, that's our time on conversations coming up next is matumo manaka with night flight thanks to the show's content producer mami Morashwa, our technical producer emmanuel quinda and to you for always listening and engaging with us i am rebecca pala enjoy the rest of your evening and stay safe